So I told you this is going to be crown. You, well, you hinted at it by ending every sentence in A. A. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get it at all for like 10 minutes. I was like, what? You were like, there's your hint. I was like, what hint? Yep, exactly. I, was I like, just oh. figured it was autocorrect and you were like already <laughs> like half a bottle deep. Well, and then I was like, I was like, what if it's like, eh? Like, what if he's reading it as eh? That's how I was reading it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, um, are you ready for the episode? Eh? And I was just like, I don't know what that means. You ready for the episode? Eh? <laughs> That doesn't tell me anything. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, today on the Whiskey Noobs Podcast, as always, I'm your host, Chris, and today we have once again the man, the myth, the legend, Zach Brown. So <laughs> the uh the scotch lover who I never give scotch to. <laughs> yeah, I don't we haven't done one yet. No, what was what was the last time? Oh, bourbon. bourbon. Right. You were here for uh, bourbon. Buffalo Trace and Heaven's Door. Heaven's Door, which was super good. That I still call Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. I literally was looking for it. I was like, you know, I was going to check online to see, because I order some stuff online Oh like, yeah, that ships to your door, because sometimes you can actually find it cheaper. Yeah. And if they yeah. have like free shipping codes. And uh, I looked for it, looked for it, and I was like, where did he get this? Because Heaven's Gate doesn't exist. Yeah. And then I was like, Bob Dylan whiskey. And it came right up. And I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. Oh, Heaven's Straight Door. idiot. That's what it is. <laughs> I will say, I want to say something else about Heaven's Door, actually. Uh, so I usually, Maggie and I will do a game where I make her pour me a whiskey and I try to guess what it is. And the other night, like I could not figure it out. I couldn't figure out what it was. And it was Heaven's Door. And what I'll say is, because uh, I just did an episode about how your palate changes throughout the day. I did an episode where I did a review, ate, and then did another review. And I'll, I'll say Heaven's Door changes a ton. Like, depending really? on, like, what you're drinking. Like, we had already been drinking whiskey. Our palace really warmed up, you know. This was going in totally cold. I, I forget what we had just had for dinner. I think maybe pizza. And I, like, I, it was totally different. It was still really good. See, that's weird. I wonder because we had Buffalo Trace and then went right to that. Right, right. So we were in a totally different mindset. I was trying to think if we had, which one we had first, but we definitely had Buffalo Trace first. Well, yeah. we had the cheap one, then Buffalo Trace. Yeah, we had both of them. So we were, like, yeah. super warmed up. Yeah. One announcement that I have before we start this episode, though, uh, is that I'm going to start doing Q&As regularly. Uh, so I've done it before. I put it on my story on Instagram where I've said, you know, ask me any question. I want to start doing those a lot more regularly. So after the airing of this episode, every Wednesday, I'm going to post one in the morning. That way you've got all day Wednesday to respond to my story on Instagram and ask any questions that you have for me so that I can address them on the show. I've been getting a ton of questions through TikTok, by the way. So thank you guys for those. I've been answering them as I go, if I can. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the one announcement that I wanted to start off with. But as I was saying, you know that we're going to have Canadian whiskey. I do. And now you know that it's Crown Royal because it's sitting on the table. Yes. Uh, the indistinguishable cap. Yes, absolutely. It's unmistakable. Great. I mean, cool shaped bottle. I mean, nobody really has a fancy, crazy looking bottle like that, you know. You can with you could rip the labels off and 99% of people, even that don't drink Anything, let alone whiskey, I think would know what Crown Royal is. Exactly. It's awesome marketing. I think I think it's Willet Bourbon, if I'm not mistaken, that also they have a their bottle shaped like a pot still. It's really cool looking. Uh and it's like really short and squatty. Same idea where it's yeah. like you see the bottle and you're like, I know what that I is. I feel like a lot of whiskey makers don't adventure into that. Like you see crazy shaped vodka. Vodka's like the big one. Yeah. Like the like the gray goose inside of it. And um, uh, tequila too. Tequila. The, like ceramic tequila bottles. Oh it's yeah. Like, te- or like porcelain. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like you have like Crystal Head, like all those crazy ones. But yeah. like most whiskey makers just have a bottle. I know. And I think it's wasted because it's like the marketing is really cool. I love seeing a cool looking bottle on my shelf. It's like they only care about 65 year old men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Why aren't they marketing to us 20 somethings? What the hell? Maybe in the future. Probably here soon. I think. I think we're going to see a change in whiskey. Without any further ado, though, I'm going to tell you your surprise. I told you there was more. I said Crown Royal, something else. There's a twist, right? So this episode is going to be all about, pause so I can pick it up, comparing whiskey to flavored whiskey. Oh, my. Coming into this, knowing that it was going to be Canadian, that was my first question. Are we going to do anything flavored? Well, it was more, my biggest question was, obviously, regular Crown was the first thing that comes to my head when I think Canadian because oh, I don't sure. know Canadian whiskey at all. Yeah. And then I was like, I wonder how they flavor it because obviously apple, you're not going to distill it to have apple flavor. Right. But I was thinking like vanilla, you could get like more vanilla into it. And I was like, are they artificially flavoring them? Are they naturally flavoring them? Yeah. Things what like are that. they doing? Yeah. Yes. So... That's a good question because I was actually trying to figure it out just with a quick search on the Crown Royal website. Uh, And what all they say is uh, infused with apple flavors. Actually, I was looking and it does not say on the bottle Canadian whiskey. It says it's a Canadian product. uh, Yeah, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And then it says Crown Royal Regal Apple, apple flavored whiskey. And all their flavored whiskeys say that. They say blank flavored whiskey they do not say canadian whiskey whereas crown royal fine deluxe right here says blended canadian whiskey so these huh. are artificially flavored well i guess they could be naturally flavored too right like or, yeah put... there, there's just flavoring added to them i guess is what i mean i wonder if it's like how people infuse their water yeah Where they put like fruit pieces in it i'd love to know and maybe maybe if anybody's listening and actually does know this they'll be like hey you idiot there's a link right here <laughs> but i i didn't find it in my super quick search it doesn't say anything about i don't know like to me the apple flavor is so strong and like the peach one is so strong too like i can't imagine they just sat it in apples right you know exactly. what i mean like, that, that's the way i am with like flavored bourbons and stuff you put them in a category of your now People are going to be listening like, there's no such thing as a flavored bourbon. You're right. It's not a bourbon anymore, but I mean bourbons that have had flavoring added to them. That's the tricky marketing thing they do. They'll be like, we took our finest bourbon and flavored it like apples, and you'll be like, oh, it's a flavored bourbon. It's not a bourbon. Anyways, <laughs> in case anybody listening is as much of a stickler as I am, um, I've always that's like my thing is that they kind of are in a category of their own, right? You don't usually do a Glencairn tasting of a flavored whiskey. So that's why I'm like, we probably should. Like, we should see. My big thing is not only what it gains. Obviously, it's going to gain apple flavor, right? But what does it lose also? Like, what notes are getting completely smudged out? Maybe all of them by this apple flavoring. That's what I would guess, but I haven't drank it straight enough to have any clue exactly like usually if you're drinking flavored whiskey straight it's like a shot and that's it yeah so i'm very interested to see i haven't you can see these haven't even been opened yet so i I took the plastic off and that's it so i'm excited (laughs) to see what the case is and when i was looking crown royal puts flavor notes of their flavored whiskeys they still have the three-part review online oh wow and i'm like perfect you know couldn't be better exactly so i'm pretty excited to see what it loses because i know that something's probably i mean i don't know i'm guessing something's gonna get smudged out by the flavor for sure definitely if there's anything that's like mild yeah 
Oh, yeah, exactly. And usually the subtle notes are kind of what makes it complex. You right. Know? And so it's it's going to be interesting. Maybe we'll have our minds blown. I don't know. I have a dumb question. Are they the same price? That's not a dumb question because you're making me second guess. Yes, they I are. I thought so. Yes. It's 26 I think, I believe. Here, yeah. Yeah, here. Um, and they're, the fun fact, though, they are the same price. They're not the same proof. And I didn't know this until I bought them, though. I did know that. I know that a lot of times flavored whiskey is lower proof, but I didn't think about it because they're the same price. Actually, funny is my sister for Christmas last year got me an advent calendar of Crown Royal. I think I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me about and it. And I that's how I discovered they were different proofs is because I opened the first day was vanilla, then it was the regular one, and I was like, oh, the one's way lower than that. Yeah. I mean, not way lower, but... Yeah, but I mean, 10 proof. It's significant. Uh, so, right. Uh, Crown Royal is 80 proof, and the flavored Crown Royals are 70 proof. Another reason that they're not a Canadian whiskey, because Canadian whiskey has to be 80 proof minimum. Ah, that was my next question. Yes. So this is the first whiskey I think that we've had on the show that it doesn't meet the requirement of 80 proof, which is a requirement in like every major region. So this is going to be pretty interesting. We're going to see what happens. Um, So the quick background on both of these whiskeys we're going to kind of do this one i'm going to give you the background of both and then we'll do the tasting side by side that way uh we can really try them next to each other um so the crown royal background it's 80 proof as i said it's blended they actually tell you that it's a blend of rye corn and malted barley in the mash bill and then they also tell you that they blend five different mash bills <clears throat> excuse me so hopefully that gives it kind of a unique flavor um, they're also aged in white oak barrels, they tell you, but I think on their website, if I recall correctly, it says they do use new and used. So it's not mm. just new oak, like, like a bourbon. Um, and one thing with Canadian whiskeys is that you typically have a higher proof whiskey blended with a lower proof whiskey, which is your flavoring whiskey. Um, so that's probably why they have five different mash builds all being blended together. Um, and like I said, it's a Canadian whiskey. Uh, the Crown Royal Apple is 70 proof. Because it's not a Canadian whiskey, they can do that. So they lower the proof, and then let's say people might wonder, like, why do you make it lower proof? Is it just to make it taste better? Not necessarily, because what else can happen is if this comes out at 100 proof, then you can make a lot more 70 proof whiskey than you can 80 proof whiskey. By quick math, you get about one eighth more out of it. <laughs> so. It's not technically Canadian whiskey, still blended, and the flavor that they say is it's infused with gala apple. Gala or gala, I don't know. I think it's gala. Is it gala? My bad. (laughs) I think. I have no idea. I'm not one of those cultured people who knows the different types of apples. Um, But (laughs) it is uh, infused, they say, with gala, specifically gala apple. Uh, So let's start with the crown. Maybe they say it gala in Canada. Gala, eh? Bryce is going to be jealous we're doing a Canada episode. On his episode, he was all excited that Canadian people listen to this podcast. So, how you describe Canadian whiskey doesn't sound that much different than American whiskey. Um, Fair. My question is, is it going to, like, once I like dive into this, is it going to almost be like getting whiskey from something that's not Tennessee? Like, where it's like, you tried, but... You weren't there. <laughs> I always wondered that because I, and I've been transparent about this, I haven't gotten huge into Canadian whiskey, but I've always wondered, is it just going to be very basic, especially since they do the high proof and then flavoring proof, or is right. that going to make it more complex? Right. I don't know. I know a lot of Canadian whiskeys are blended for that reason, and I know that a lot of Canadian whiskeys, 
<clears throat> were previously really high rye, like mostly rye. And so a lot of people would call Canadian whiskey just rye. Mm. But now they use corn. And so you have a lot of corn in it, just like a bourbon would have. Not as much, probably. Um, and they still call it rye just because it was always it was rye. I think it was wheat and rye, mostly. Uh, but See, I'm wondering if... Like, I was just in Colorado. Yeah. And I had a lot of local whiskeys. And they were like... You tried to be Tennessee, but you're not. Yeah. So I'm almost wondering if, like, it might be better that they went with something different. Yeah. And it's different not just from bourbons and Tennessee whiskeys, but also from scotch and from Irish whiskey. So So is the only real requirement is that it's made all in Canada? From what I remember, there are different, there are proof requirements, there's flavoring and coloring requirements, stuff like that. But in terms of mash bill, it doesn't need to be any specific mash bill, just cereals. So. It's oh. pretty free range to be whatever whatever it wants to be. So I'm really interested to see, because usually with bourbon, you're getting a ton of corn, a little bit of rye and barley. Uh, with scotch and Irish, you're getting a ton of barley and then maybe a little bit of other stuff. So this is really its own beast. It's so weird how many times I've drank Crown and never like thought about what it's like on the nose. Totally agreed. I like Crown and Coke. I don't, I don't right. know if I've ever sat down and done a tasting of Crown. It's really easy on the nose, but not complex, is my way to put it. Yeah. I'm not getting a ton of different notes. I would compare it to a high rye bourbon, which is kind of what I expected. Um, but hold on. Let, let's let's try to pull some actual flavor notes. I think it's sweet like a bourbon, but with a lot more spiciness. Yeah. I would say you get something similar to... A bourbon that has like a lot of vanilla like okay. that level of sweet yeah like i don't really get specifically vanilla but i get like the sweetness of like a vanilla heavy okay bourbon. but then yeah i get definitely like the burn i'd agree with the vanilla because a lot of bourbons i get caramel from and i'm getting like like no caramel no i'm not getting caramel at all on the nose yeah it's like it's more basic of a sweetness yeah than a little bit not very complex okay let's taste it I don't know what I think about this. I want to let you take the wheel here. There's vanilla for sure. Okay. It's so much stronger in the mouth mm-hmm. than on the nose. Definitely agree with that. The I think I would venture to say I thought the nose was strong, uh, and I would say that I think the sweetness comes through better on the palate. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. I do. I almost get caramel. Do on you the really? Tongue. I mean. I don't know how much caramel I get. I agree with your vanilla. And I did literally just eat a meal. I just did an episode about how eating meals <laughs> affects it. I literally just ate a meal. So we'll probably get pretty different notes. Uh, I'd say vanilla and maybe a little bit of fruitiness. But it's got the bitterness that you get from like a scotch, in my opinion. Not like a peated mm. scotch like you like, but like a, like a Speyside scotch mm-hmm. or, or even maybe an Irish whiskey. How they have that little bit of like bitterness, like cloviness. See, I get, I get like a heavy lingering caramel and it's been at least 30 seconds since I've had a sip and I can still get the caramel. Really? Okay. I will say the, the finish lasts a long time. It does. It lasts a lot longer than you ever get from doing <laughs> Crown and Coke. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Uh, definitely lasts a long time. Maybe a little dry. I think it took the moisture out of my mm. tongue a little bit. I've definitely had things that do. Like, it's not like 
the moisture sucking you get like the vacuum of moisture that just gets sucked out from like cheap whiskey yeah not like that no um but definitely more than comparable priced bourbons that's kind of where i'm going with Mm -hmm. it yeah kind of like a bourbon i feel like a lot of bourbons take some of the moisture out of my mouth this is on that level now i don't know if i'm getting the caramel specifically but every sip i'm getting it's getting sweeter i will say that the sweetness builds and it it stays yeah not necessarily the most complex I think the palate's kind of the same all the way throughout, I guess is where I'm going with this. Yeah. I think it gets sweeter. Okay. To me, it goes from initial, like, subtle vanilla. And obviously, I'm stretching this a little bit because it's not complex enough to be like, that's vanilla. Right. Um, I get, like, a very subtle vanilla to, like, the flavor of a rye. And then kind of a long-lasting, just sweet. Yeah, the flavor of a rye is really good, which obviously not much of a surprise since there's a lot of rye in it, but definitely close to a rye whiskey. Um, that kind of spiciness, like intense spiciness accompanied by intense sweetness, is which mm-hmm. is kind of what you get from a rye. And I think so. Um, I can't put my finger on the spices, but strong vanilla... I can see where you're going with the caramel. I don't know that I get it a ton, but I can see where you're headed with it. And I'm feeling like maybe some fruitiness. But like I almost don't get really any fruitiness. Maybe maybe my fruitiness is your caramel. You that know might what I be. mean? Cuz it's definitely a sweetness that's not the vanilla, but I don't know what it is. It's weird cuz most bourbons in this price range, I can instantly point to and at least distinguish three things that I know I get, even if they're not what they're going for. Like, like even Buffalo Trace, I can instantly get exactly what flavors I think they are. But this, yeah. it's just kind of like, it's sweet. Yes, I totally agree. The Buffalo Trace, for as our like litmus test here, you can smell it and taste it, and you can pull out different things that are together, whereas this, I feel like they're all delivered at the same time, kind of. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, there's no succession to the flavor. Yes. But I will say, um, one merit to that, and I, I think this about a lot of your more simple whiskeys, is that if you're not trying to have a super complex review of a whiskey, if you're just sipping on it for fun, it is very pleasant. And I would do that with this whiskey. Like, I would sip on I this would when too. there's people around, and I'm not trying to do a review. Yeah. I think that I have a new respect for regular Crown. I can't say that yet for the flavored ones. Yeah. Um it's super easy and it's one that I wouldn't hesitate to do after something that would typically interfere with my palate for something that's more expensive that I don't want. Like, yeah, like I'm not going to have pizza and then pour a glass of four roses. Right. Right. Yeah. But this is something like you don't have to like worry about like erasing the flavor you like. Yeah. And what I will say too, even though they're not complex, like you said, I would eat or I would drink this after eating, which I am right now, because the flavors aren't super complex and different, but they're there. I mean, they're pretty pronounced. It's pretty sweet. I'm pretty Yeah, it's not like a cheap whiskey where it's like I'm not getting any flavor, but I'm getting like like alcohol burn. <laughs> alcohol burn and like wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not like that. So I'm I'm more impressed than I expected myself to be, honestly. I did not expect to like this very much. And I do. I think this would be a really good... Before, I've always had like the bourbons in my head that I've recommended to people getting into whiskey that's like... 
this is what you should try first and then go to something more complex. Cause we've said a hundred times, like don't jump right to like an $80 whiskey. Cause yeah. you're not going to appreciate it without a doubt. This is one that I've overlooked because I had have never thought to try it in this way. Yeah. That I think is really good to get into flavors. Totally agreed. Wow. Yeah. Cause it's really good to get into not being like a super intense, super complex. Oh my gosh, I can't pick out what I'm tasting because there's so much. But oh hey, this is actually pleasant. Like like you can just, just pick up on like, so whiskey can be sweet. Whiskey mm. can have like you can start to see what a rye tastes like. Yeah. Without getting like, because I don't really like rye. So like, and to me they like hit hard. Yeah. And I, I don't like that. That's the way I used to be. It took me a long time to enjoy them. But I will say once you do, I feel like rice are so good. Once you like really enjoy them. Um, however, what I wanted to say about this too uh, is it just walked right out of my brain. Oh, yeah. We were talking about <laughs> what I wanted to say about the notes uh, was uh, the when you said woodiness that you get from like a cheaper bourbon where it's like just intense wood and alcohol. Uh, this doesn't have an, a ton of woodiness. But I can see a little bit of newer wood. What What do you think? It definitely doesn't have an intense woodiness. Like, no. it's not one... Like, if I was doing an actual flavor wheel, it would pretty much be almost as low as it gets. Mm -hmm. And it's not a complex wood either, is the I, way I'd put it. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Is it's not, it doesn't taste charred or toasted, or it doesn't taste old, like funky, that you get from old wood. Just like a brand new wood. And not to sound like I'm sponsored by crown but i almost don't think you would want it to be with the sweet that's fair kind of flavor it has like i think being like a toasted to me would ruin it yeah that's true now maybe it would be better with like vanilla like the flavored ones obviously we were about to try apple but i think if like maybe the vanilla one was like a toasted flavor you'd almost be getting like s'mores in here <laughs> right right <laughs> um but i think it would i think any of those would ruin it yeah I think this is a really good basic sipper. Like if you got yeah. people over and you just want something sweet and enjoyable, without a doubt. Now the notes that they give us, uh, they give you for the nose, they say rich and robust with slight hints of vanilla and fruit. Uh, I don't think I got really a lot of fruit on the nose. I don't know if I said any at all, but I think... I didn't get any fruit on the nose. I got some fruitiness on the palate, uh, not necessarily on the nose. And rich and robust is probably pretty good, though, I think. I think it's a strong yeah. nose, not necessarily a complex nose, but a strong nose. See, and now, even though I know that it should be there, I guess, I'm still not getting it. So it's not yeah. like a, I was just missing it. Right, it's not very fruity. Hmm. It's definitely got a little bit of a bakery smell to it. The vanilla, I can I can agree with that. I, can, I definitely got the vanilla. Maybe I'll throw in like a little bit of brown sugar. I don't know. Something like that. It's I, got a sweetness. I don't really get brown sugar on the nose, but I could see that being my caramel. That's true. Because it's a weak caramel. Yeah. Like caramel is the thing that I would think of, but it's not like putting like one of those caramel candies that every grandpa <laughs> has in your mouth. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the palate, it says delicately smooth and creamy with hints of oak and the sweet flavor of vanilla. Now we already said not a ton of wood, but I like the creamy description. Yeah, and it's especially not like, it doesn't have the bite of any bourbon that I can think of. Mm -mm. So it's definitely, and it's like creamy. Like, I don't know how to describe that, but like, that's that's a good way to put it. The creamy is a really solid descriptor. Like I wouldn't have thought of that on my own, but. No, me neither, yeah. for sure. But it, the creamy with the vanilla is a, it's a really good description. I mean, yeah. 
Wow. Almost almost like like a, you know, vitamin D milk or something, but with like vanilla flavor to it. Now, it doesn't have that texture. It has the flavor that makes your tongue think it's feeling that texture, even though it's not. Yeah, and that's something I would like to say to everybody listening, especially newer people. I think a lot of times when you point out whiskey flavors and when you're first getting into like your higher prices and we start pointing out like complex flavors on here, I feel like a lot of people look for texture and they're not looking for flavor, especially when you get into like something like toffee. Yeah. Everyone's looking for like a Heath bar kind of texture in their mouth or like, like it's going to feel like you're sucking on toffee. Yeah. Or like the creamy is like, like milk kind of texture. And like, that's not what you're going to get. Yeah. Or like with caramel, you think it's going to have like a syrup like feeling in your mouth and And it doesn't. Yeah. Which is, I think one of the things that makes it harder to pull out flavors. Because you're so used to like maple. You're so used to that having a syrup texture. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, (laughs) it sounds super cliche, but like we go through everyday life eating foods and drinking things, basing like 90% of the flavor off the texture. Yeah. Yeah. And off of what you expect to have from it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the finish, all it says is long and lingering. I'd agree with that. I I don't think there's any bold flavors that stand out from it. It's it's not definitely. I'll say Heaven's Gate. It's not Heaven's Gate long. Yeah, Heaven's Gate. Because that blew my mind of how long that stayed in my mouth. Yeah, and how how many different flavors came out of it, too. (laughs) Great whiskey. Usually you get, like, in that price range even, I think you get, like, one long-standing flavor. Yeah. And that one had, like, six. Yeah, that was And you don't get, like... People can't expect that from Crown, but you get like a nice, long-lasting sweet that like slowly fades away. Yeah, and it's pleasant. Sometimes with like a cheaper whiskey, it won't be pleasant. It'll just Mm -hmm. take the moisture out of your tongue and then leave. Now, I do still think my tongue's a little bit dry. Maybe not as bad as it was in the beginning, though. I mean, it's definitely... I think it fades. Like that that fades is the more you drink it. Yeah, and it also gets sweeter the more you drink it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, without further ado, let's switch to the apple. While I pour the apple... Let me grab some Glen Cairns here. Ooh, that's going to be a loud cling on the podcast. <laughs> uh, one thing that I found when I was on their website that I thought was pretty cool. Crown Royal was first created f- as a gift for the king and queen of England for their visit to Canada in 1939. Wow. It's that, that old? Yeah. I, I mean, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I like when you learn a little bit of a backstory to a whiskey. I wonder if they were disappointed. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I wonder if they even like whiskey. Oh my God, this apple is yeah. so much stronger than anything I would have... I've never just put it up to my nose. Me neither. It is pure apple. I There's mean, nothing else I get. No. I, I don't totally... even get a whiskey, a typical whiskey smell. I purely feel like I'm smelling apple juice. I think it covers up everything except the alcohol burn. Like It's just apple... And alcohol. And it covers up like 75% of the alcohol burn, I think. Yeah. Now, it is weaker, too, remember. It's only 70 proof. True. Wow. When I said it was going to lose flavors, wow. Now, this is just the nose. This isn't the palate. Yeah, I think you'll probably still... I'm guessing I'm still going to get something on the palate. I'm hoping. We're going to see. I'm hoping that you can taste that, like, this whiskey, the apple, tastes like the Crown Royal with other stuff. I'm hoping. We're yeah, gonna... I'm hoping it's an addition of apple. Yes, that's what I'm hoping but for. But I'm going to well. guess being they're the same price range, it's not going to be that complex. Probably not. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. I'm excited. Way more syrupy. 
for yeah, only definitely. being 10% less. It's like, like when you say something syrupy texture, this is syrupy texture. I was almost going to say it, it might sound stupid, but it tastes colder being in the I same room that. because of the texture. I can totally see what you and mean. And I don't know if it's like, <laughs> I feel like people are going to listen and be like, what? But I, I promise they're the same real temperature, mm-hmm. but it's almost like your head's like syrup. It's going to be colder. There could actually be, not to get super scientifical on here, uh, there could actually be a real reason for that. Um, this is definitely thicker, and definitely. it could have a higher specific heat. So in order to heat up the whiskey, which is what your mouth is doing, it takes more heat out of your mouth than the the thinner one would. I'm going to guess that's the case, but you're totally right. It tastes colder in yeah, a weird way. In a really weird way. <laughs> I'm, I'm developing some opinions about the taste. I want to hear yours first. I weirdly think I get more lasting vanilla than I do from Crown. Is that right? Because I think the vanilla turns into a caramel. What else did you say you got from the original crown you got more of something than caramel a little bit of dark fruit i said Mm. and brown sugar both of those brown sugar i feel like i get almost no caramel to brown sugar but i get a lasting vanilla okay yeah definitely no brown sugar on the palate to me at all i I don't get a caramel either from this one no it's like overwhelming apple what i will say with you saying the flavor lasts i think for me and this is probably because years of eating like candy. I'm not getting the lasting vanilla flavor. I'm getting the aftertaste from when you eat like a lot of like hard candy. Do you know that aftertaste mm-hmm. where it's like stale sugar? Yes. That's the aftertaste I'm getting right now. I'm going to try again. Like once your saliva kills all the sugar and it's just in there forever. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I think probably it's your taste buds saying like, where'd the sugar go? Like that, like that aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Like every time you visit your grandparents and you grab like 40 hard candies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, the first couple palettes, the first couple tastes I had, almost no whiskey flavor. I think I might be getting a little more accustomed to the apple so I can pull out a little bit of whiskey flavor. I get the whiskey flavor on the third sip. Did you? Okay. And I did not on the first sip. When I chewed the whiskey for a while, like we talked about where you swished it around your mouth, It took a little bit of effort, but I'm tasting some of the whiskey under there. Now, are you getting a rye type of whiskey flavor? Are you getting... That's an excellent question. Let's try again. (laughs) Because I don't know. I don't really know what I'm getting. I just know I'm getting a very basic whiskey flavor. Overwhelming apple. And a little vanilla. Oddly enough, since we said this one, has, uh, the normal Crown Royal has like no woodiness, I think the woodiness might be the only thing that's standing out from the apple for me, probably because it's just so vastly different than apple. Yeah, and I think that's why, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. I think that's the only thing I'm getting, and I can't point that to a specific whiskey. Like, if you just blind taste test gave this to me, I would not be able to tell you the yeah. mash it was made with at all yeah like if you said like what's the base to this is it bourbon is it canadian is it irish i would have no idea totally other agree. than the fact that i know what ground apple tastes like yeah and what i will say i've had other flavored whiskeys specifically a bourbon that is flavored uh not a flavored bourbon but a bourbon that has been flavored <laughs> and it you can tell it's like oh this tastes like a bourbon so i think maybe and just comparing crown peach to crown or not crown to peach bird dog which is based on a bourbon 
I will say I think maybe that's characteristic of Crown is that it fades into the flavor really easily and you don't get the whiskey coming through, which is really good for somebody who doesn't want to taste whiskey, which we're obviously trying to taste whiskey. But but <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. Right? Yeah, I think I think it's in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, but they're doing a good job of covering up the whiskey if that's the goal. But if you really, really try, you can be like, this is like, I know this isn't a flavored vodka, I guess is the way I'd put it. It's definitely nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely whiskey. But what kind? That's it doesn't taste like the crown like I was hoping it was going to. Now, the texture for somebody who drinks a lot of whiskey, texture is super pleasant because you don't really get anything that thick. Yeah. From a whiskey. Never. So, so that part of it's pleasant. At least not from what I drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, to describe it a little bit better, it does taste very apple-y. It tastes like candy, apple. Um, I would compare it more to the apple portion of the caramel apple suckers that you get yes. than I would to like an apple Jolly Rancher, yeah. if that even makes sense. No, it does. And I think, I don't want people to get the impression that it's like eating a red delicious apple. Like yeah, it's, no. <laughs> it's like candy apple. Yes. It's not like biting into an apple. And it's also not as soury green apple as I expected because obviously the bottle's green. So you're like, this is going to be super soury. Granny Smith. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's not as crisp as that. It's rounder. Considering the label's green, it's more red than you'd anticipate. I don't know. It's like a red apple, but the the profile of like the green apple candy. Not like Jolly Rancher is not a way to describe it. That's where I'm getting at. It's like the Jolly Rancher is more sour and crisp. This is not that. Yeah. Definitely not crisp. This is like the green apple suckers, basically. Yes. Which are more like a red crispy apple. Yeah. Yeah. Gala is probably a good description because I think, I don't remember Gala the most, but I think it's close to what we're describing. Like it's not red delicious. I was about to say it's not red delicious or like a Fuji or like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also not as sour as like a Macintosh. So that makes sense to me. Now, what they give you online, once again, this is a flavored whiskey, and they give you the notes to expect, which I am psyched about. I think that's I so I can't cool. believe they do that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. But then again, this is all they make. Yeah, that's good. They make <laughs> a lot. You, they make a lot of not flavored whiskey, surprisingly, which I didn't know. What? Yeah, when I was on their website, like they have a section of like, the flavor series, and there's like a ton that's not, and I don't ever see them anywhere. So like, I think maybe a goal now, because I'm so impressed by the normal crown, is to get one of their higher shelf just plain whiskey. I I'll be honest, I didn't know they made higher shelf stuff. I didn't either. So you might be seeing that in a coming episode. I'm like, that's kind of cool. What I like is the maple one. Oh, I've tried yeah. and I've tried it more straight. That's not just like party shots. Yeah. Is maple is like everything that I just liked about regular crown, mm-hmm. but with like one more complex flavor added. That's not like a mm. weird flavor. Like this apple was obviously like a artificial added yes. flavor to crown whereas that's kind of like more i look at it as a complexity to the original crown that makes sense because maple is already a note that you get from right. some so it kind of blends in good i would agree with that it still kills it like don't like <laughs> oh, i don't yeah. want people to think like it's like everything you get from crown plus maple yeah like it still is overwhelming but it's not as i feel like i'm eating candy right yeah, I haven't had the Crown Maple aside from having it mixed, which was a long time ago. It was one of the, I think it was the first Crown that I had was Crown Maple, I believe. Um, I think that was one of the original ones. I think when we were younger, not that we're old, and definitely well, we're getting there. You know, <laughs> um, I think I could be way off, but I'm pretty sure 
that crown it was crown and then crown maple and crown apple like vanilla is pretty new i remember vanilla coming out yeah i remember that i remember peach peach came out like last year yeah that's super (laughs) duper new yeah yeah and uh, i can't think of any other ones off the top of my head yeah now the nose they tell us we're supposed to be getting from this is a blend of bright apple balanced with signature crown royal and hints of spice i'm throwing all of that out and i'm saying apple on the nose i'm getting just apple on the nose i don't know how you would get i could see how you might conclude that you're getting spice yeah. but i think you're getting alcohol and apple totally agreed <laughs> i mean i'm completely you would get the saying, same smell from putting a blindfold on and smelling a freshly cut apple next to rubbing alcohol or like if you soaked an apple in moonshine just not very long so it's like not like super strong it. moonshine yeah just dipped it and pulled it right out that's what this <laughs> smells like yeah there's no whiskey smell to this now the palette it says slightly tart crisp apple flavor balanced with signature crown royal notes of caramel and light spice which is ironic because you and i both said the one thing you don't get on this is the caramel yeah which is weird and they didn't specify did they specify caramel on regular crown i don't think, I they, didn't did. think they did no they didn't they said creamy with oak and vanilla so what? which is funny because i definitely get a caramel or when you said brown sugar i could see because it's not not that i only associate caramel with candy but like i'm thinking of like those square caramel things that like kind of yes. are squishy yeah and it's not that kind of caramel it's like a subtle like baking caramel yes which is brown sugar is pretty similar yeah i, I would agree because like Caramel, you want to think like a Werther's original or something. It, it, it like I feel like there's a spectrum of caramel that goes from brown sugar to butterscotch. If that makes oh, any yes. kind of sense, that is so on. <laughs> and this is closer to the, the brown most sugar. relatable thing you've said. <laughs> Thank you. I just made that up, but <laughs> but it's closer to the brown sugar end. Okay, um, the hints of Crown Royal. I can see that. Like, but that's the only way I would describe them is hints of crown. And oil. I didn't get it right away. No, you it to took for three, it. four, five sips before, and it built without a doubt. And it definitely didn't keep building Mm-mm. as I keep going here. Yeah, it died. And I think when I sit too long without taking a sip, it goes away again. Like, it does. It's like restarting. Yeah, yeah. And then you just get apple. Now the finish. It says crisp apple notes. I never gave you your riddle yet. We're going to do that. Oh, you didn't. We're going to do that at the end. While now we're, I'm at a disadvantage. We're... No, because it's okay, because we still got to talk about the conclusions. I have a couple of questions like for conversation ah. that we're going to go through. I'll give you your riddle then. <laughs> uh, it says, crisp apple notes with balanced sweetness for a full-bodied, smooth finish. That's close to what we said, I'd say. It's apple and sweet. <laughs> it's not really yeah. anything else. I don't get any... Even if you... Even if you really, really try and you say you're getting spice, which is just alcohol, if you say you're getting spice, it is not one distinguishable enough to point out and say, like, it's this. Right. Yeah. And I would say, they say full-bodied. I'd say probably not full-bodied. Smooth, for sure, because it's only Mm -hmm. 70 proof, so it'd be pretty hard to not be smooth. I've had some, but, (laughs) but it'd be pretty hard to not be smooth at 70 proof. It definitely is not nearly as dry as the normal crown. I'm going to go back to that real quick and compare. I have like one itty-bitty sip left. Going back to crown from Crown Apple is like going straight to grain alcohol. There is, is it? I gotta try no this. flavor left. Do you want, If you need a little bit more, I got a little can. bit in here. Okay. There is no flavor because that was so intensely sweet that it is just like nothing. I didn't get a single flavor. 
No, dude. And it it tastes like moonshine. If you've ever had just moonshine, it tastes like super weak moonshine, but it tastes like moonshine. Yes, it, it has the same flavor as if you took Everclear and you mixed it with like fifty percent water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, almost just like a um like a gas station vodka, like your lower yes. proof vodkas. Whoa, it doesn't have that weird vodka aftertaste still, but like it's That's true. it's just straight up just bland alcohol yeah without a doubt and i still i haven't taken a sip of that crown apple again since i took a sip of the normal crown i still have that stale candy flavor in my mouth which i do too and it made my tongue weird it's probably because i'm gonna guess because there's a good amount of sugar in there but it is it's like there's a film on your tongue Mm -hmm. of like staleness it's like halloween when you're seven for sure (laughs) when you just got done eating like seven suckers and gummy worms and stuff Yeah, you were like i'm gonna put the reese cups down i'm gonna eat like five straight suckers yeah exactly exactly it's like hard candy aftertaste i went back to it and i lost everything except for the apple just like we were saying how we lost the whiskey to just being apple the nose is still just apple without a doubt the apple muddies it a lot. Now, I wonder what it would be like if we didn't have the crown, at, if we reversed this and we had apple and then crown. Like, obviously, I think we'd still get just bland alcohol for crown. Yeah. And it would ruin that. But I wonder what we would get off, like, a non-warmed palate apple. That's a good point. If we would get more of just the apple, ta- or no, of, ju- of the whiskey taste, since we wouldn't be overwhelmed by the whiskey from the crown royal. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think that the regular crown might be killing the whiskey flavor, because... Similar to how the apple is killing the the sweetness of the regular right. crown. Yeah, I can see that. That's that's possible. And one thing I want to make clear is I'm not bashing crown apple in no, any way. No, it's it's good in its own. It's its own category for sure. And yes. I wouldn't put it with. I haven't had a lot of flavored bourbon that has been flavored. <laughs> yeah. Um, like peach bird dog I've had, and it's yeah. if you were putting whiskey into all of the categories, they are not in the same one. Right. Right. Peach bird dog tastes like bourbon and peach, I think. I think that's what makes Crown Royal's flavoring so effective, is they cover up the whiskey, because when you're trying to drink a flavored alcohol, you're usually not trying to taste the whiskey or the vodka or whatever it is that you're drinking. Right, or you would just have it straight. Exactly. It's so, like it's like the flavored Ciroc's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. they do a very good job at covering up vodka. Or, like, kinky vodka, and it's, like, doesn't I taste... I don't like that. Really? <laughs> I hate that so much. Doesn't taste even kind of like vodka. Oh, but I hate it. I Tastes hate like their Kool-Aid. flavoring so much. Really? I don't know why. I don't... So, I I'm a big Ciroc person. If I deviate okay. from whiskey, it's Ciroc. Oh, wow. And I think it's a gluten intolerance thing. Like, vodka really messes me up. Oh, is that right? With the potato. Is there gluten in potatoes? I have no clue. That, like, they, that is, like... I thought gluten was wheat. Jerk. Mm. Yeah. Might be. (laughs) Might be right. And there's wheat and bourbon. Figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I got to say oat on a Canadian whiskey podcast. Um, I will say, though, for what it is, Crown Apple's very good. As far as flavored whiskeys go, because I do like flavored whiskeys. I don't want people thinking that I don't because I'm, like, so snooty that I don't like flavored whiskeys. I do like, do you just look up what gluten is? Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I do like flavored whiskeys, and Crown Apple is a very good flavored whiskey. Uh, I like a few different ones. I love Bird Dog, I've mentioned before. I like, uh, what is it? Wild Turkey, American Honey Sting. I like a few different. And Crown. I have not dove into Wild Turkey. Oh, really? Like, not much. The flavored one, you mean? Any of them. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow, okay. Yeah. 
I really, really like they have American Honey Sting, and it's honey and ghost pepper, I believe, is what the, the flavoring is, and it's super good. Um, as far as flavored whiskeys go, this is good. I mean, it the flavor isn't so heavy that it like weighs down your stomach. Like Some flavored whiskeys, my stomach would be upset right now. Especially yes. drinking it straight. And you always are like, oh, it's because it's sugary. But this is sugary. Yeah. But not stomach upsetting. Not as heavy, I, I guess, is the way I would put it. Um, and most of the flavored whiskeys that I like are that way for that reason. Uh, it's still way heavier than normal whiskey. I don't want to <laughs> disillusion anybody. Like I said, it's thicker. I mean, it's heavy. Uh, but for what it is, it's really good. Uh, now, we're going to talk about kind of summarizing what it gained, what it lost, all that. But before we do... I do have a riddle <laughs> that I got to a little bit late, but that's okay. I can be stolen, mistaken, or altered, but I never leave you. What am I? Hmm. My initial thought is your identification. You're close. Your persona? <laughs> <laughs> your alias. Or just you. Yeah, I think maybe you got it. Maybe you're saying it differently. Like your identity. Not like your identification. Like your... Yeah, like, like not like your physical license, yes, but like... Your identity. So I, was, I actually kind you got of it. got it. Yeah, wow. you got it. That was probably too easy. But it's probably good because I forgot no, to give I feel it to like, you at the beginning. I feel like most of the time I wouldn't have gotten that. No, no, just crap on my riddles, whatever. No, but I happened to instantly be like driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, definitely could make a fake ID. Yeah, I haven't done that before. No, I but, don't um, even, do they make those? Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, good job. You got it pretty quickly, which is good because we're very close to the end of the episode. I'm a little bit salty, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with the punches <laughs> here. That's two in a row. Is it that you got, got the kettle right off last the time? You did. That's right. You're getting better. I need to start getting harder riddles. Bryce got one of them that I gave him too. Ooh, yeah. I feel like you started off with the good win streak. Yeah, I did. Really and, good win streak. And now it like feels like I'm getting just beaten so i gotta i'm gonna start getting some really hard riddles i'm gonna look up like impossible in, yeah like impossible riddles okay now let's do let's summarize a little bit because we talked about a lot of different flavors here we had a lot of conversation mixed in flavored whiskey now this is just one flavored whiskey versus its base whiskey so it's not going to be extremely accurate like i've mentioned that i know a lot of flavored bourbons tend to have more of the bourbon flavor retained Flavored Crown Royal versus normal Crown Royal. What what do you think? What does it gain? What does it lose? What are the merits to each? I think somebody looking to get... If you're just looking for something to drink straight, this isn't people like looking to party, looking for mixers. Looking to drink straight, if you are someone that definitely can't... This is like one person that it's good for. Is somebody that definitely is not a fan of the taste of whiskey, but likes some of the other flavors that go with it. Yeah. Um, the other type of person it could be is somebody getting into it that wants to kind of kill the whiskey taste without mixing it. Like I know like when you first started the show, it was kind of like the buildup mm -hmm. and it was like start with a mixer and then like slowly take away the mixer. Like this is another way you could do it. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Like trying to just do a flavored whiskey to get you into whiskey. Yeah. But on its own, I don't really see... I don't really see a value in Crown Apple on its own if you're trying to like really learn whiskey. Like explicitly from a learning whiskey flavors perspective, like it doesn't have any value to me. Now it does if you're like already into them and you just kind of want to try something different. 
But yeah. I don't see like any inherent value in adding flavored crown. I think that's a super fair summary. Is there is no value in it aside from if you are looking for something aside from tasting whiskey. If you're trying to learn to taste whiskey, there is no value here. Yeah, it's not going to get you... If you're like seeing one of the flavor wheels and you're like, oh, that's something I've never tried. Like this isn't going to be one of the things you haven't tried. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think... Um, crown specifically is really good at covering up the flavor of the whiskey so it's almost worse exquisite yeah like they did a great (laughs) job it literally tastes like a flavored alcohol that has another flavor in it that you can't put your finger on is the only way i can put it because like vodka just tastes like flavored vodka it does it's like if they made like you know schnapps yeah which are all cheap yeah if they made expensive it well if they made expensive schnapps this is the f- kind of flavor i would that's expect. a good description like a little bit more bold a little bit more body but not necessarily like, a whiskey flavor this is like top shelf 99 apples <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah crown peach just peach schnapps but really expensive yeah uh i that's a really good description now i do want to say what i think flavored whiskeys are really good for For sure, mixing, which we're going to get into because in an upcoming episode, if you bought the crown apple and you don't like drinking it straight, have no fear. There's going to be an episode where we're going to make a cocktail with it. Not necessarily a cocktail. We're going to make one of my favorite mixed drinks with it, which is why we got it. Um, One of the reasons we got it. This is the other reason. Another thing that I think flavored whiskey is good for, and maybe not flavored crown, uh, now that we've done this episode, but definitely flavored bird dog, uh, which is one of my favorite lower middle shelf flavored whiskeys is getting people into the hobby because that's one of the things that brought me to the hobby was your jack daniels honey your peach bird dog i'm like oh these taste really good and i like them so much more than flavored vodka why do i like them so much more than flavored vodka maybe there's something else going on here (laughs) even uh if you're if you're one of the people that thinks you like fire uh fireball fireball but you don't because fireball sucks (laughs) yeah try jack fire yeah if you want like that like burn cinnamon flavor if you're like really like a big cinnamon person like i love jack fire and i hate fireball yeah it's way jack fire is way less syrupy in my opinion yes and it makes it way better it also actually has like a real whiskey flavor yes like not like high-end whiskey no not to be confused here but like it has like a real basic jack flavor with an added cinnamon fireball might as well not be whiskey to me like it just tastes like a cinnamon like if it, you could call it cinnamon schnapps and i, I was just about it. to say it's shi- it's cinnamon schnapps. Cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon it's cinnamon schnapps but also still low shelf yeah whereas yeah. crown apples like apple schnapps high shelf that's exactly what fireball tastes like to me uh so that's that's what i think it's good for maybe crown because crown still is way better now that you bring up fireball i'm like okay yeah you can still taste the whiskey in this way more than fireball right so it's good for people who taste it and maybe taste flavored vodka maybe taste flavored tequila and they're like no i really like the flavored whiskey that's kind of what got me into the hobby i drank flavored whiskey before i drank normal whiskey and then eventually i started i quit drinking the jack honey was my thing for a while and then i started just drinking jack mixed and then I'm like, man, this tastes really good mixed. And then I'd mix a little bit less and a little bit less. And I was like, oh, I just like whiskey. So I think it is good for getting people into the hobby. See, I think that's the same reason I'm into scotch is because I, I'm i not a big fan. I could drink it, but I'm not a big fan of regular Jack. And when you first start drinking, you're not going to go buy it like Gentleman Jack or anything right. higher than that. Right. And I didn't really like Jack that much. So I was like, oh, I just don't like whiskey. And then I wanted something comparably priced 
and Johnny Walker is where I went. And then it just dove. I was like, I really like this. Yeah. And then I was like, so I don't like Jack, but I like Johnny. Johnny's not really a scotch, but it's a scotch. And then it just kind of went down that rabbit hole. Right. Not really a peated scotch, because that's what you're into, is the, yeah. the peated scotches. It's got peat in it, but not by any means. It was like, like a, a halfway like what there. you drink. Yeah. We're halfway there. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's flavored whiskey bad for? It's bad for sitting and sipping on it, basically, and really, really thinking about it. It's not bad. I And what I've used it for before is drinking on the rocks. It just having people over and you're just drinking it and you're not really thinking about it see this isn't one i think i would have on the rocks okay the first problem is i'm not a big on the rocks person okay like there's a very limited amount of whiskeys i like on the rocks i don't know why that is but i don't like cold things so that might be the issue i don't even drink water cold but i don't really do anything on the rocks this isn't one of them that this is like the opposite of what i would do really okay like i think it just detracts from the the flavor you're looking for and it would add to the whiskey see i don't like normal whiskey on the rocks most of the time because i find it really hard to find the complexities of it now some people prefer it i'm not saying one way is better than the other because i've had people just yell at me on tiktok to me it highlights (laughs) (laughs) to me it highlights the whiskey and detracts from the flavors oh okay putting it on the rocks so i think this would be like this would just bring out the whiskey and kill the apple which if you're like really buying crown apple to me like you want the apple yeah yeah exactly now i do like flavored on the rocks maybe that's why i've never really analyzed it that much maybe it's because it tastes more like whiskey i don't know um but it's definitely i guess what we can agree on for sure is this is not a whiskey for putting in a glen cairn and doing a tasting like we just did (laughs) it wasn't bad by any means it wasn't bad like i could sit here and drink it yeah the only reason i would do it would be for the novelty of trying it like we just did where it's like let's just see what happens to me it's like saying could i drink pbr beer like I could, yeah, but I wouldn't want to like put it in um, Pilsner glass and go to a brewery, sip on and, it at a brewery. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> it's still PBR, it's still Crown Apple. Like I'm not gonna put it in a fancy setting here. Yeah, totally agreed. I think that basically nails it down. And this this was meant to be a little lighthearted. You know, I like to try weird things. So, <laughs> drinking flavored whiskey in a Glencairn, you can do it, but it's just for the novelty. Um, but as far as flavored versus unflavored go, I think we've pretty much covered all of it. Um, so I think that's all we've got for today. Moral of the story is I like crown Royal more than I thought I would. A lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that's a great way to end the show, I think. Uh, but yeah, that's all we've got for today. I got the riddle. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, make sure to help spread the word by introducing friends, co-workers, or anyone that you think would be interested. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming platform, rate the show, review the show, and follow on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs to stay up to date. If you want, you can join the email list by sending an email to whiskeynoobspodcast at gmail.com. You'll then be updated every month on what whiskeys I'll be drinking on the show so you can drink right along with me and review it as we go. Thanks again for listening to the whiskey noobs podcast learn to drink drink to learn the whiskey noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol